the babies jostled each other within her and she said, why is this happening to me? So she went to inquire of the Lord and the Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb and two peoples from within you will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other and the older will serve the younger. Who is um, God? Dino Spumoni? <laughs> my, 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 my God's from uh, North Jersey. Dearly beloved, welcome to the Unblessed Podcast, where we inquire and exposit the mysteries of that ancient text, that good book, the Holy Bible. We are not theologians nor historians, we are but armchair philosophers who spent years in seminary or on a church staff and have since departed to make our own way. We invite you now to read, think, and laugh with us as we dive deep into the denominational doctrines of the divine in the Unblessed Podcast. Welcome, everybody. My name is Evan. And I'm Scott. And we're 2X Metal Zone Pedal Worship Rockers. <laughs> I'm so glad you had that. How did you know? That was my first guitar pedal I ever oh, bought. Oh, I know, Scott. It's the uh, first one I bought as well. <laughs> That's why we're such good friends. That was, that was such a game changer in youth group. I thought, man, this is going to really bring the house down. The Metal yeah. Zone, the Boss Metal Zone guitar. The boss Metal Zone. And my dad hated it um, <laughs> with all of the fiery souls of hell. And I played so much worship music with that Metal Zone for no absolute reason. Oh, Anytime yeah. I needed distortion or anytime I felt like I could rock out, I just clip that buddy, turn the gain all the way up, and uh, killed a few old people. <laughs> I remember turning that, clicking that one on in the middle of "Our God is an Awesome God." I uh, I remember <laughs> thinking, "Let's really take this to another level." <laughs> Our God is an awesome God. <laughs> <in> rain. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I was oh man probably way too much for that room of high schoolers. <laughs> I know sometimes we'll joke about youth group ministers and youth ministers and stuff like that, but Jesus, <laughs> they dealt with some bull crap. They really what? did. Oh man. Uh, well, in the spirit of that uh welcome to the unblessed podcast my name is evan this is scott and we are uh here to talk about kind of the funnier stuff the bible the kind of awkward quirky stories uh that uh, happen in the bible we'll start off with kind of an icebreaker that's either like from scott's past my past or something like wild that happens in like christian news and then we'll go down into the verse that we're talking about today which is Jacob and Esau. But before we get there, Scott, I was looking at my Facebook memories. Oh boy. Always a great place to go. Yeah. <laughs> and always some cringe content from the years past. Memories. 
Yeah, I, I was looking <laughs> into my Facebook memories and I found one from 11 years ago. Right, Do you remember the song um, Replay? Oh, which band? Uh, it's Reply, Evan. I'm looking for Replay. I think it's, uh, what's his name? Obviously. Chris Tomlin? No, it was uh, Ayaz, replayed by Ayaz. Don't remember that one, but I'm ready for whatever you posted to Facebook for the whole world to see. So that's the like shoddy, like a melody in my head. Oh, everything like every day. I was thinking worship songs. No, no, secular, Scott. Secular music. My. Uh, Facebook post from 11 years ago was Jesus like a melody in my head that I can't keep out got me singing like praise hallelujah every day it's like my hymnal stuck on replay oh <laughs> so it's not what was the point were you trying to be funny and cheeky like what do you or were you trying to witness through that what do you think I think both, and I think I <laughs> failed in both like yeah, categories. I think like it was a flop in both. Like I think like definitely Evan on Facebook was definitely trying to witness through social media in certain yeah. regards, or at least like trying to keep people's like faith and spirits up. But then also, definitely. I thought it was a kind of like cunning way to be like, "Ooh, like what if we like did this?" I wanted to be a little bit of a like Christian weird owl in that. <laughs> sense <laughs> uh, but only through like very quick tweets and facebook posts you thought like that was the evangelist the lord needed at that time was like he needs a real goofy goober to just post any, on facebook that will any time anytime i could take a song and turn a christian message into it yeah um or rewrite the lyrics to where it sounded uh, Christian, I would do that for myself. I I don't know if I... I mean, I'm sure I have something very similar to that, but I can't recall a time where I was like, let's rewrite these secular lyrics to uh, really be more God-honoring and a little more, you know, a little humor in there as well. I would just post, like, maybe next, next episode, I'll show off my uh, cringy Facebook posts of college days. <laughs> I would oh, just man. like imploring people to believe like online i was just like screaming at the rooftops that was my facebook channel i think the most embarrassing thing about this for me is that i was in college when i did this yeah like i wasn't a stupid high schooler you were an adult like a full I was, adult i could vote Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that stings <laughs> yeah i i could vote and go into new places like Go into new places. <laughs> yeah, I, I Facebook at that time in my life felt like I was like I have this tool that I that the Lord has given me, and I have to do the best with what I can with it. And I felt like I was like on duty whenever I'd post on Facebook. It was like <laughs> this is my, you know, my proclamation to the world. All thirty of my friends who all, <laughs> almost are all Christian already. <laughs> Guys, just remember. God first. Okay. God first. God first. Okay. Before going to the youth group dodgeball tournament, just remember God first. Okay. Yeah. 
But Tyler, don't forget to like totally cream these 12 year olds. <laughs> Just beam them in the face with a dodgeball. Oh, uh, can I tell a dodgeball story? Or do we oh, not? Oh, please. Please, okay. absolutely. Go ahead. I just remember one time in youth group, we had, uh, you probably remember a thing where churches would come and like visit, you know, they were on like a mission trip, but they would like, you know, be staying mm-hmm. at your church overnight for free lodging. Yeah. And one came during the week and it was like another youth group and they, they were going to join us in dodgeball. But bef- we did like a quick worship service before dodgeball for some reason. And I remember this one girl got up there in high schooler and she was like, let us in prayer. First of all, she started the prayer off with, um, by saying, calling dad or God, dad. She was like, Hey dad. So just a little already weird, all a little weird right off the bat. But then I remember she said, dad, it's us. Just want to thank you for this day and protect us before we go out there and get pummeled by balls. (laughs) (laughs) And I about, lost it in the back of the youth group <laughs> i can't really, imagine. like laugh out loud like as a like kid i had to like literally stop myself from screaming i was all <laughs> the way, i remember where i was I, I remember exactly where i was when this happened i was just all the way in the back by the av booth and i had to like crouch to like not make a scene but what it was a that was a weird time to and a weird place to grow up in was youth group because that that stuff would happen on a fairly normal basis just weird Absolutely. things like that <laughs> that has to be the weirdest prayer i've ever heard of in my entire life I, I, or at least the hey, oddest <laughs> the, uh, the the worst wording with like pure intentions yeah that i think that's what sold it for me was just such a pure <laughs> heart going to the father god just, to, just for protection from like it's not like five prostitutes in the red light district being no. like Dear Dad, please protect us as we go out and be pummeled by balls. Like, oh my gosh! <laughs> like this was, <laughs> oh my gosh! This was just a teenage girl in all sincerity, just like it really was. I hope we stay safe as we do this dodgeball game. <laughs> it was too much. Oh, uh, all right. Well, uh, what's our what's our topic for today? What are we getting into today? Our topic is Jacob and Esau. And for those of you who are unfamiliar with Jacob and Esau, they are the two sons of Isaac, who's the son of Abraham. Blah 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 blah. This person begets this person begets this person begets this person is kind of the trend of all of Genesis. Um, but Jacob would later become Israel. He would be the the patriarch of uh, the nation of Israel. Um, and if you have your Bibles like you should, I, I do. Thank you, Scott. <laughs> Mine's on the internet. Um, we'll be starting in, uh, Genesis 25, uh, verse 19 to talk about the birth of, uh, Jacob and Esau and then the subsequent selling of the birthright by Esau. Yeah, set this up. Yeah. So this is the account of the family tree of Abraham's son, Isaac. Abraham became the father of Isaac, and Isaac was 40 years old when he married Rebekah, daughter of Bethuel, the Aramean uh, from Paddan Aram, and sister of Laban, the Aramean. Isaac prayed to the Lord on behalf of his wife because she was childless. The Lord answered his prayer, and his wife, Rebekah, became pregnant. The babies jostled each other within her, and she said, why is this happening to me? So she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said to her, 
two nations are in your womb, and two peoples from within you will be separated. One people will be stronger than the other, and the older will serve the younger. Who is um, God? Dino Spumoni? <laughs> my, 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 my God's from uh, North Jersey. Um, when, the time, when the time came for her to give birth, there were twin boys in the womb. The first to come out was red, and his whole body was like a hairy garment, so they named him Esau. Um, first off, I love in the Bible how they name people. Yeah, because imagine like that your mom was like, boy, this child looks like this. I'm going to name him Scott. Like, yeah. looks like a thing. <laughs> Look like a thing. Look like a just a thing. And it'd be like, boy, this kid has a block head. I'm going to name him block. Like, that's how like <laughs> very just straightforward. Not a lot of you oh, know, man. Intention. Boy, this kid's an idiot. We'll name him idiot. Um. <laughs> After this, his brother came out with his hand grasping Esau's heel, so he was named Jacob. Um, Isaac was 60 years old when Rebecca gave birth to them. The boys grew up, and Esau became a skillful hunter, a man of the open country, while Jacob was content to stay at home among the tents. Mm -hmm. Isaac, who had a taste for wild game, loved Esau, but Rebecca loved Jacob. Mm -hmm. Got a mama's boy. Yeah, got a mama's boy and a daddy's boy. Um, <laughs> once when Jacob was cooking some stew, Esau came in from the open country famished. He said to Jacob, quick, let me have some of that red stew. I'm famished. That is why he was also called Edom. <laughs> sure. Um, Jacob, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Jacob replied, first, sell me your birthright. Look, I am about to die. Esau said, what good is my birthright to me? And this is why I did the Batman voice. But Jacob said, swear to me first. So he swore an oath to him, selling his birthright to Jacob. Then Jacob gave some bread and some lentil stew. Hmm. He ate and drank and then got up and left. So Esau despised his birthright. So right off the bat, we've got uh, the story of Jacob and Esau being born. We've got the typical wildness of naming people in the Bible. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, Hebrew for different things. Um, just like every name means something, but it's, it, I think it's always funny how it reads in the Bible. Like, yeah, this kid was hairy, so they named him Hair. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we um, don't quite get the connections at times, but because of the names, uh, to us are just like what well, we would say, you know, normal names now, but yeah, you know, in this time in context, it was, uh, yeah, pretty straightforward for what it was, but it's, it's, yeah, there's pretty stark contrast between the two twins there's a outdoorsy quote-unquote man's man and then you have a more tame and quiet jacob who likes you've to got stay me home. and scott you've got me yeah. and scott essentially yeah. like <laughs> scott's just stay at home apron guy and i'm your climb the mountain swing from the trees tarzan kind of animal <laughs> animal I, yeah it's 100 percent correct 100 percent accurate yep. um I have never been camping. I make some mean lentil stew, so oh, lines hello. Up. <laughs> um, what do you think about? I mean, we're gonna get into this story a little bit more, yeah. But in light of the fact that uh, Jacob is often lauded as a hero of the Bible, what do you think about his actions in this verse? Yeah, in this it, it gets into it a little bit farther uh, into the chapters, but it's interesting that it's 
it's clear that Jacob is deceiving his brother. Like, it's not like, oh, there was a mistake and it just kind of happened that way. But this is how the nation was born was through essentially like cutting in line is the best way I can think about it. Cause birthrights are supposed to go to the firstborn, and technically he's born late since he's holding onto the heel of his brother on the way out. So he's second to the finish line as far as getting born. It's interesting that if you thought like, like if you imagine like this is where you, if your grandfather like cheated in, you know, his high school football championship, like how would that make you feel about your family lineage? It's like a little worse, right? Just a little bit. Like, Like not that bad, but you go like, ah, gee, we weren't that great, were we? (laughs) Boy, boy, pip pop. (laughs) (laughs) He made all that up. (laughs) Pip pop made up that undefeated season. They were on roids. (laughs) Yeah. So it, but it, it definitely, uh, it's worth noting because it's, they make it a point a couple of times in this whole story that Jacob Mm -hmm. is deceiving or kind of, uh, undermining his his brother and this this is the beginning of this of the nations because this is more or less just like the selling off of the birthright that is uh traditional among all families it wouldn't have just been uh isaac's family it would have been everybody you know the everything goes to the first double portions um with uh the israelite families is how it was so like essentially be split in thirds just Mm. esau would have gotten two thirds and jacob would have gotten one Mm -hmm. um that's kind of how it shook out uh but then we move more towards uh the actual foundation of the like what changed history um or what is said to believe to change history if you believe Mm -hmm. this text um so we can kind of kick it off there i can continue to read if you want yeah sure Um, yeah when Isaac was old, this is a, so we skipped ahead a chapter. So we ended yeah. in Genesis 25. Now we're skipping ahead to Genesis 27. Yes. Uh, basically what happens is in that chapter is Esau marries a Hittite. Uh, in Genesis 27, when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim so that he could not see, he called Esau his oldest son and said to him, my son. And he answered, here I am. He said, <laughs> behold, I am old. I do not know the day of my death. Now then, take your weapons, your quiver, and your bow, and go out to the field and hunt game for me, and prepare for me delicious food such as I love, and bring it to me so that I may eat, that my soul may bless you before I die. Now, Rebecca was listening. <laughs> Glass this to the door. Whole- <laughs> this whole chapter's a cartoon. I know. Um, <laughs> now, Rebecca was listening when Isaac spoke to his son Esau. She had her ear pressed up against the door, like, she and I like to imagine like she and like two other women that live in the house are just like boom, 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 boom. like just like three stooges. Um, so when Esau went to the field to hunt for game and bring it, Rebecca said to her son, Jacob, I heard your father speak to your son, Jacob, bring me game and prepare for me delicious food, blah, 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 blah. Now, therefore, my son, Jacob, obey my voice as I command you go to the flock and bring me two good young goats so that I may prepare for them delicious food for your father, such as he loves. And you shall bring it to your father to eat, so that he may bless you before he dies. But Jacob said to Rebekah, his mother, Behold, my brother Esau is a hairy man, and I am a smooth man. Um, <laughs> perhaps my father will, feed, will feel me, and I shall seem to be mocking him and bring a curse upon myself and not a blessing. Um, his mother said to him, 
let your curse be on me, my son. Only obey my voice and go bring them to me. And then Rebecca proceeds to Mrs. Doubtfire, her son, <laughs> in the next verse of just like putting goat skin on his arms, like making him smell like Esau. Uh, took the best garments, like the kind of garments that Esau would be wearing, oh, which yeah. I don't know why. Isaac's blind. They had to make a, it's a whole con game. Yeah. Isaac's blind. How, what the hell does the clothes matter? You got to, <laughs> it's a full con game. They no spare, no detail. They were getting all like, the way down to the minutia here. Like, was there just like a half blind person that guarded Isaac's door that would only be like, that would have seen Jacob's clothes? And been like, hmm. But she like, was like, with- he has a beauty mark right here. We got to put one on your face. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> see, touches. <laughs> say, say, say what you want about Rebecca. Thorough. Um, <laughs> also, God. she has to iron chef this meal. So, like, she's saying, hey, I'm going to make some damn good stew. And in uh, the time that Esau's going to be gone. Yeah, like I'm going to whip this up. I got 30 minutes here. We're going to make some goat stew and we're going to say it's you because I'm rooting for you, kid. So she's just like full on, you know, masterminding this whole situation. So Mrs. Doubtfire. Yes, chef. (laughs) Yes, chef. Yes, chef. Four minutes, chef. We get to uh, where we have verse 18, I guess. Uh, Verse 18. So he went in uh, to his father and said, my father. And uh <laughs> Isaac said, Here I am. Who are you, my son? Or is it like, who are you, my son? Yeah. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> what are you? Where am I? <laughs> Jacob said to his father, I am Esau, your firstborn. <laughs> I have done as you told me. I'll sit up and eat of my game that your soul may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, how is it that you have found it so quickly, my son? Because remember, like, essentially, like Rebecca just yeah. made this. Yeah. Like, um, it was a frozen meal. They just microwaved real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Slams microwave <laughs> shot. <laughs> and I had a stove ready to go. Um, and Jacob answered, uh, because the Lord, your God granted me success. <laughs> There's no question mark in the Bible, but I like to read it there. Like Jacob was just kind of like, uh, is this this work? (laughs) Um, Then Isaac says to Jacob, please come near that I may feel you, my son, to know whether you are really my son Esau or not. Because remember, Esau is one hairy, hairy dog. Yeah. You know, totally normal interaction so far. (laughs) That's how, honestly, that's how my parents told me and my brother apart. So Jacob went near to Isaac, his father, who felt him and said, the voice is Jacob's voice. But the hands are the hands of Esau due to like the goat skin and the hair. These are that... man hands. These yeah. are rugged hands. And he did not recognize Jacob because his hands were hairy like his brother's hands. So he blessed him. And <laughs> this kills me. He blesses him. And then he says, are you really my son Esau? <laughs> He already does the thing and then second guesses himself. <laughs> Jacob answers, I am. Then he said, bring it near to me that I may eat of my son's game and bless you. So he brought it near to him and he ate and he brought him wine and he drank. And then the next part of this is just um, the yes, whole blessing. blessing. Yeah, It's just the blessing that um, Isaac gives uh, Jacob, who he thinks 
is Esau, but is still unsure of the yeah. fact of whether it's Esau. Um, yeah, I love that I was, he prepares like <laughs> such a mighty blessing. Like, may people bow down to you, may other nations bow down to you, and like. But then he's like, "What well, is this the right person before I uh, really knight you with the all this power and all this you know blessing? Let me make sure it's the right person." My yeah. favorite part though is verse thirty. So. Uh, Isaac just completes this whole big blessing. And then verse 30, as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob, when Jacob had scarcely gone out from the presence of Isaac, his father, Esau, his brother came in from his hunting. So it's like, they're all in the kitchen and the door flies open. <laughs> There's Norm! Esau. <laughs> I have this in my notes as Esau, Robert Barones his way into this scene. <laughs> It really is like a setup, like a sitcom. It's like they just finished the blessing in the other room, and then the, here comes Esau walking in with the groceries. <laughs> here comes Carlton just dancing in, you know. <laughs> oh, oh, with oh, the man. exact same dish. How awkward. They both brought their taco salad to, to dinner. <laughs> I love the next verse as well. He also prepared delicious food and brought it to his father. And he said to his father, let my father arise and eat of his son's game that you may bless me. <laughs> his father Isaac said to him, who are you? <laughs> yeah, like earlier, he was able to pick up Jacob's voice, no problem. He's like, oh, you sound like Jacob, but you feel like Esau. Esau comes in probably with all sorts of game and everything, and he goes, who the heck are you? <laughs> like, who else is popping in their house? It's not like they have like a subway by their house. Like, it's, they're probably in the middle of nowhere. You know, it's not like a people yeah, are walking in and he answered, I am your son, your firstborn Esau. Then Isaac trembled very violently and said, who was it that hunted game and brought it to me? Basically just kind of explains what just happened yeah. um, and said that he uh, blessed that person and said, and as soon as Esau heard the words of his father, he cried out with an exceedingly great and bitter cry and said to his father, bless me, even me also, father. And then Isaac goes, nope. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> your brother came deceitfully and he has taken away your blessing. It's your brother's fault, not mine. Yeah. And Esau said, is he not rightfully named Jacob? Remember when we talked about like... Remember the, the son you called liar? <laughs> you think it was his fault? <laughs> <laughs> Did you not think that when you named your son liar that he would have maybe lied in one instance? <laughs> For he has cheated me these two times. He took away my birthright, and behold, now he has taken away my blessing. I like to imagine that this is like Isaac's first time hearing about the birthright scenario, though. <laughs> like, just like at this point, I'm imagining the birthright as one of those big checks that like the publishing house, like clearing or whatever, like writes. Yeah. And it's just like him giving it to like you can only give it once. Like this blessing is not like a hey. I already gave it to him. Big plastic check. Yeah, there you go. Isaac answered and said to Esau, Behold, I have made him lord over you, and all his brothers I have given to him for servants, and with grain and wine I have sustained him. What then can I do for you, my son? Esau said to him, Have you but one blessing, my father? Bless me even also. And then Isaac deals out this like yeah. brutal like curse, basically, on Esau. Yeah. And it's like, I feel for Esau in this scenario because yeah. it's just kind of like, is it really no take backsies? <laughs> he just got bamboozled twice in his life. He's been waiting for this moment. 
to get his oh, birthright. Damn. And then he finds out his twin brother did it again. What's really wild is this like whole thing is what sets up Jacob as Israel yeah. um, for the rest of biblical history, um, which like a lot of early nations have these type of stories that go on. Like, you know, Rome has Romulus and Remus. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always kind of like, there's, it's very common to have like two brothers that like did a thing. And that's why yeah. you have um, fighting that nation wars, built that way. And yeah, you know, why you have fighting wars. And I mean, Israel's whole history in the Bible is uh, a lot of war and violence. Um, but man, like, I feel like Isaac screws the pooch here, dog. Like, you know, it's funny because like reading these verses growing up, I didn't really. It was like a fun story, kind of like, a, oh, it's just like how this nation started sort of like this. And I always thought I was like, yeah, like he really wanted God's blessing so bad. He'd do anything he could. That's the way it was kind of framed to me. It was like, you have to like really fight for, you know, your right and your your honor and blah, 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 blah. And um. But I look at it now, and th- what stands out to me the most is how Isaac acknowledges something bad happened, and he just doubles down on what he's like. Well, I already, I already blessed him, and I know he lied twice, actually, but too late. Sorry, no take back. He's like, that's that's all I got. Got one blessing in me, and I'm drained. I'm I'm zonked. Yeah, I'm all blessed <laughs> out. I'm all sorry, blessed out for I, today. I, that's all. That's all she wrote there, uh, Esau. Sorry about you. But I think that's what made it like blessings. To me, in in this context, like growing up, they were like this, like really magical, like spiritual thing. Like you would like it was like an incantation. That's how way I saw it was like he was like doing this blessing, and not just like, hey, I'm gonna say some nice words. Like I saw it as like a literal, like oh, he's like putting on some power. You can put on the fairy dust, like on his son, and he can only do it once, and that's it. So anyway, that's what stands out to me though is just the acknowledgement of something bad that happened, but still just doubling down. I don't, it it kills me, but. I mean, what other thoughts do you have on on this? I mean, I like this wasn't really a heavy verse that like like this is one of those things that I I, I remember the story like as a kid. And I remember the story growing up because I remember in a Sunday school we went through Genesis. We did like a whole like cover to cover version of Genesis when I was like yeah. a sixth grader. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Jacob and Esau was included in that for sure. And even then, I remember like boy, like Jacob kind of sucks like (laughs) yeah yeah it doesn't feel like a good hero story it just feels like oh he kind of just slimed his way into this position that he has yeah and i'll say this like there are people out there there are definitely church leaders and pastors and stuff like that that freely admit that the heroes of the bible are yeah are depicted as very human maybe the most famous being david and his deal with Bathsheba, but like I feel like this is a story that doesn't get a whole lot of focus on because of the deceit that happened. Like, yeah, when it's talked about more so, what I see is that Esau doesn't care about his birthright. My gut reaction is, you know, why can't there be some form of a compromise? Like, and I, it's just a, it's a difference of culture also yeah. in in time. Like at this point in history, like family lineage and birthrights were so important and, and totally outside of the scope of what we understand now as like the you know, familial unit. But that's what stands out to me, though, is like, how can there not be another resolution instead of just like giving the the wrong person, essentially, at the time and just kind of going with it? But 
Yeah, Genesis is a wild comic book of stories. Oh my god, that. and everything is just so cartoony. Um, yeah, and I think I don't know if, um, and this is something for maybe uh, listeners to dive into if Jacob returns the birthright or not. I, he definitely does not return the blessing. Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah, what happens after um, that? But we're not theologians. We're not historians. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not who we are. I think that's we covered a good bit of ground um, in this one. I don't really have any more thoughts other than this can be summed up as like Isaac just kind of didn't know what he was doing. (laughs) Well, to me, I see it as like two like smooth man takes advantage of his blind dad. That's how I would sum this up. Kind (laughs) of like I think that's. That's how it, it shakes out. It it definitely shakes out that way. But Rebecca cooked up quite the uh, oh man, quite the predicament, quite the episode here. So dang, Miss Ocean herself, like no kidding. Well, Evan, I think that's a good wrap on on this Genesis uh, story here. But do you have anything you want to plug? Anything that you're uh, interested in or want to suggest to our our listeners out there? Yeah. So. Um... There's a podcast I've been listening to a little bit more recently. It's called Sawbones. It's a marital guide of misguided medicine. Um, oh. You're familiar with the McElroy brothers and the McElroy family. It's uh, the oldest brother, Justin McElroy, and his wife, um, who works in medicine. And they give like a medical history of all sorts of stuff. Um, so for some reason, if you haven't heard of Sawbones, uh, <laughs> give it a listen. Um, yeah. It's really good. What about you, Scott? I have absolutely nothing to plug. I media consumption over here is bone dry. <laughs> Not just sits in a room, <laughs> consumes air and turns it into carbon dioxide, <laughs> eats salt and crackers. That's um, it. and then does yep. this podcast. That's all. That's he exactly does. it. I I have nothing to plug at this time, but I would like to in the future. But for now, I think that's all I got. So oh, sure. Well, if uh, we want to hear your thoughts as well. Uh, you can email us at unblessedpodcast at gmail.com uh, or tweet us at unblessedpod or, you know, take a look at our Instagram yeah. uh, at unblessedpod. Um, thank you again so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, my name is Evan. And I'm Scott. And don't forget to close your Bible. <laughs> <laughs>